Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when this thought hits you. Okay, I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever. Or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, the whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Hey, I just want to say thanks to everybody who has stepped up for the St. Jude kids. St. Jude's doing incredible work fighting childhood cancer. And because of donations, like the ones that you get, families never receive a bill ever from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, food, none of that. Help St. Jude stop childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope. Get this awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. It's going to look great on you. So join all the doctors, researchers, and me in this fight. All right, text the word Bobby. It's only six numbers to 785-833. Again, text the word Bobby to just these six numbers, 785-833. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision-making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. Here we go. Come on, Bobby. It's a big day because today, well, during the show, Amy has to leave because she's getting on a plane going to Hollywood. That's amazing, Amy. I mean, tomorrow, you're going to be acting. I know. Acting? I don't know. Oh, man. Amy, you're going to a studio and all that? Woo! On set. Oh, yeah. My I'm on, like, a, what do they call that? On studio. a lot. A lot. Mm, big day. Big day. So we'll talk about that coming up in a little bit. Big day for Amy. Speaking of you, I saw that they did a thing on what ages are the hardest to have a kid. 15 is the hardest age. Yay! Your daughter just turned 15. <laughs> yeah, awesome. <laughs> Can't wait. Do you find you're feeling more teenager from her than ever before? Yes. And, you know, my mom always told me payback was going to mm-hmm. be for me because I was so bad. Ugh, I was awful to my mom. So anytime any I get anything that's like along the lines of like, bad or teenage type behavior I just take a deep breath I'm like you know what I deserve this I deserve this this is how I was as a kid I was awful to my mom but I also am trying to respond differently than my mom did and because she's adopted and she's only been in America four years she's a little bit behind normal 15 year olds so I feel like maybe 17 might be really bad for me is she better to you do you feel than you were to your mom Yes. Okay. Especially given her circumstances, but What about your son? He is how old? He's 11, almost 12. Okay. Now, 11, 12, does he like is he that thing for girls yet? Has he started to be like I have a girlfriend? He well, when he first got to America, that first year he was here, every girl at school was his girlfriend. I mean, okay. that was his thing. And then it kind of died off and he hasn't mentioned girls 
at all, I would say, in the last year or so. And then Stashira had a bunch of girlfriends over, and in the middle of it, he decided, I'm going to go for a run. And he's like declaring it. And in then front he, of all the girls. And yeah, and then he comes up to me specifically and says, Hey, mom, if any of the girls ask where I am, will you tell them I'm out running a mile and I'll be right back? You wanted to impress. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And I was like, Okay, buddy, I'll tell them that you're running a mile. He's like, that? He goes, Not like running away, running a mile. Yeah, yeah. To be very clear, I was like, Got it, got you. You're out, you're running a mile. That's impressive. Time yourself. Did he go run a mile or did he just say that? No, he left and he went running. I don't know that he measured the distance. <laughs> he hid behind he, the house. <laughs> he got a little MP3 player that he runs with and because he's he, he's into running. He runs at school. And so he came back like, you know, 10 minutes later and was like, ah. <laughs> did he let the girls know? Is yeah. it like, guy just out? <laughs> ah, just he's sweating. He's pouring water down his shirt. <laughs> ah, yeah. So, so he's starting to kind of get the itch again? I feel like, yes, that was him trying to impress the ladies. Well, right when one gets out of it, you have another one coming into it. I know. And I feel like I don't even know what to expect from a teenage boy. I mean, y'all would know, but I was, it was just me and my sister in my household, you know? Mm-hmm. So, you hear a noise in the room, don't go in. All right, hey, we're going to do... Uh, <laughs> what kind of noise? Don't okay. worry about it. <laughs> don't worry no. about it. She said, we know what to expect. We're just letting you know. <laughs> It's time to open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. I feel like I'm in the twilight zone with my in-laws. My husband and I are high school sweethearts and we're in our mid-twenties now. We've been together for almost 10 years, married for one of those. For the first seven years of our relationship, everything with his family was great. His mom and I go shopping together. We'd spend a significant amount of time together until they realized we were serious about getting married. They demanded he break up with me because he was too young to be serious and he'd never dated anyone else. They said terrible things about me. We didn't speak for two years. Now that we're married, I've done my best to reconcile and his mom wants to go shopping and act like we're best friends again. It has never been addressed that we didn't even speak for two years. What should I do? Should I address it? Should I keep acting like nothing ever happened? I'm just not sure how to move forward. I'd like to remain anonymous. Love the show. Keep up the good work. Signed, Confused in Connecticut. Well, I think Eddie's had in-laws the longest of everybody here. Yeah, 16 years. 16 years. What is your advice? Look, man, when you get married, you are marrying into a new family. So your in-laws now become your family and your parents. In-laws, they're your second batch of parents. So, like you would with your mom and dad, you'd have. I mean, you accept the recon. What is it? The reconciliation. Reconciliation, and you just fix things, and you say, "Hey, you know what? We've moved on. We're now married. You don't need to have the conversation with them, though. You don't think? No, we can just be friends, and let's just live our life again like normal. Even though there's the little monkey on the back of like you're always walking around with it like hey this this I should talk about this the story was weird you know how like they just kind of stopped like uh, being close just because whatever as soon as they found out they're going to be married but I mean it, you're married now so they are your parents so you just kind of move on like you do I don't know what her relationship is with her mom and dad but if her mom and dad talk about things then yeah she can talk to them about it as well Amy I absolutely talk about it you, you you address it with him. Yeah, I address it. I would have to. I don't think I would just be able to be like, la, 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 nothing to see here. Uh-huh. So I talk about it. And then you, we work towards. Could you do it in text message? No, <laughs> I would do it in person. Person. Person's always better. For sure. Face to face. Like, doesn't have to be confrontational. Yeah, that's a confrontation, though. But not in a. But, you it, know, even if like, you say, hey, I just want to talk about something. 
you guys ignored me for two years. Like, yeah. why? And I think their answer is going to be, well, it wasn't so much about you, it was about him. We didn't. And I think probably it doesn't have to go as deep as you think it might. You don't have to get all cry. And I think their answer is going to be, this was about him. We thought he was too young. We're glad he did this now. And in hindsight, we were probably pretty wrong about that. Yeah. But I, that's still a bit of a confrontation. Okay, but the tone. And then you punch them. Tone matters. <laughs> you no. find it out. You get that in, you're done. <laughs> so what do you say? I just say that, I just sit them down and say, like, I I would like a relationship. So Boy, the can, sit them down, though, is tough, too. Okay, mm-hmm. you don't have to sit down. Go to lunch, do whatever, or invite them over, and just say, hey, this is what I would like. I want to work towards it. Are y'all in? Okay, I can go with that a little bit. I would say you don't make a... An appointment to do it. If you find a good time where it's just you with them alone, you talk about it there. Oof. I don't think you need to call them over and be like, we need to have a talk. Well, it doesn't have, you're, you sound aggressive when you say no, that. No, but, it, but that's that's an aggressive thing to say, hey, come over when you talk about something. Even if you don't say it aggressively. That's a, an aggressive situation. Like, hey, I'd like to have lunch and go talk about some stuff. What? <laughs> what do they want to talk Why about? Why do you want to talk about that? Well, you don't even have to say. You just invite them to lunch. Find a time organically where it's just you and even one of them and they can pass it to the <laughs> it's probably easier with one yeah uh, I, listen what do I know I've had in-laws for a year basically you still have in-laws though yeah 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 and I guess the weird thing for me is I'll be like hey we should go and do this with your family and she's like no it's our family and I'm like, you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't think I've, I don't even call them our family. It's your family. Okay. Yeah. I, I meant, what I meant was like your side of it. Right. Because like, we were at the Arkansas Stadium when Eddie and I were opening for Garth and her family and my family-ish, Arkansas Keith, who was my stepdad for a while, and then Scotty, my neighbor. I mean, that's like almost my, only, almost my only remaining family and I'm not even related to them. And I was like, your family and then my family. And she's like, no, no, no. My family's our family. <laughs> and so I have trouble with that a little bit. But that's okay, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I think everybody says your family, your family, not our family. But that's sweet that Caitlin wants to make sure that you know you're now a part of her family. Mm-hmm. Oh, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. It's it's weird for me, not because of them, but because it's just general circumstances. Yeah. But if you feel like you need to talk about it, talk about it. I would not call them and have a sit-down meeting. I would just find an organic time to bring it up. Yeah, I wouldn't even talk to them. Well, <laughs> I understand that one, too. Well, so we gave them three different Yeah, options. and I think mine's in the middle. I think yours is good. So I'd go with the middle one, because yeah. you're very on, sit them down, okay, but take them to lunch. Stop being bring aggressive. Bring out a notebook. <laughs> your, with your voice, uh-huh. but also, sh- because you plan it out, can show someone else that you really care. Like the yeah. fact that you're one. I don't want anybody to plan it out with me. Like we need to talk. Nope. It just bring it up. Just okay. Bring it up. We're chilling. Just bring it up. All right. But bring it up. If it's so organic, you'll never find the time. I will. I'm Mr. Organic. Okay. Yeah. But it's not organic because <laughs> you're you? t- kind yeah, of planning it out. I don't know what that means. <laughs> All right. There you go. That's the mailbag. Thank you. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. All right, this is us recommending you guys out there something that we enjoy. It's it's the Bobby Bone Show recommends. And up first, Amy, what do you recommend to our listeners? Lobe Wonder Support Patches. What are they called? Lobe Wonder Support Patches. Earlobe? Yeah, so I barely have earlobes. And what I do have, one of them got ripped really bad when I was in seventh grade because my earring got caught on a girl's sweater in the lunch line. And earrings are just, it's like hard for some of them to look right and feel right because the hole is so big. Well, there's these self-adhesive patches that you patch onto the back and stick the earring through. And it just gives your earlobes the support that it needs for the earrings. I guess this is a thing that's such a thing they make 
patches for this. Yeah. So I mean, can it, I see your ear? It's genius. Pull your hair back. Okay, well, I have earrings then, but no. it depends which one you look at. Like, I can spread it apart. Here, let me paint this picture for you. I can put have an earring stud in with the back on, and it can fall all the way through the front with the back on it. And oh, it, wow. Oh, my big. goodness. When I first realized I was driving one day and my that's whole like earring. like type stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they looked, call that gauging or like punk <laughs> rock. Punk rock gauging. Yeah. I looked in my lap and I saw the earring with the back on it. Oof. And it took me like five minutes to figure out what had just happened. So, low wonder. That is weird. Yeah. Morgan, number two, what would you like to recommend to our listeners? Well, I have a pair of recovery shoes. I broke my big toe and for like six months it was bad and I got plantar fasciitis from it. And I got these shoes and I'm telling you, my foot is so much better. I wear them every day and my feet feel great now. What are they? They're called Ufas. 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 And what's the point? (laughs) They like literally, they kind of shape your foot when you're walking so you're not hurting it as like usual shoes would do if they're flat. They're just called recovery shoes. The way they layer it and the support that they offer, they're meant for recovery. So that way, like- Why would uh, I wear them all the time? I like yeah. contact yeah, recovery. No cr- then you, you should. You can. I, yeah. I recover every day all my life. <laughs> yeah, you can. I just bought my first pair to see if they worked and they've been like a miracle. So I'm already buying like three more pairs. I just got my first pair and Morgan's like, you're you're going to want another pair. You're never going to want to take them off. O-O-F-O-S? Yes. Oof-O's. Oofas. Uh-huh. Oof-O's. They feel like a little pillow on your feet. Scuba, what's up? They're called Ufos. 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 Okay. I like calling them Ufos. I do like recovering. Uh, (laughs) Lunchbox, recommend something to our listeners. It's crazy bunch of balloons. Guys, we used to do- like a shark tank. You just walk in, it's like, (laughs) totally. Mark Cuban, you're never going to believe it. (laughs) Listen, we used to do water balloons, and you'd have to do each water balloon to the little faucet outside, pull it off, tie it, and it, it never worked. This one, you fill up 30 water balloons at one time. You just connect this nozzle to the outlet, you fill them up. Up, and then when you pull them off, they're automatically tied. It's amazing. You fill up. How'd thir- you find this? My sister was in town and she had used it for water balloons and we wanted to make water balloons for the kids. So we went to the store, got it. And you make 30 water balloons in a minute. And it's called bunch of balloons, crazy bunch of balloons. And you can get a hundred packs. You can make a hundred balloons in five minutes. What kind of store do you get that? At? Uh, Walgreens, Target, Walmart, anywhere. Anywhere. Toy anywhere. Foot locker. <laughs> Party City. I mean, you can, it's amazing. Water balloon fights will never be the same. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Mine is something called Calm. It's uh, kind of a supplement. The drink? I, well, yeah, I put it in a drink. Yeah. And it tastes terrible. So I'm going to warn everybody it is awful, but it's magnesium. I have trouble sleeping sometimes, but I also have like digestive issues. And it has been like a game changer for me. I sleep mostly through the night now. It doesn't matter how stressful the day is. I use the bathroom somewhat regularly now, which I did. Sometimes I like four or five days and never use the bathroom. So it's called Calm and it has actually changed. Like I take it, I drink it at night before I go to bed, but it tastes awful. Wait, are you? I'd rather take it, just eat a whole dog turd. It'd be quicker. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. Uh, but I'm just telling you it works. That's for me. not true. You need to get the raspberry li- lemon one. Oh, that's interesting. The flavor I have now is plumber's butt. <laughs> <laughs> that's your problem. Yeah, that must, <laughs> man, that's the issue. That there. must be the issue. Yeah, I take oh, Calm man, and I have terrible. a good flavor. It's <laughs> oh, awful. All right, so there we go. <laughs> Got the, her. The Bobby Bones Show recommends. We'll post this, Morgan, on our site, website. Yeah, we'll post it up there. All right, bobbybones.com and on our socials. Thank you, guys. Bobby Bones Show. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 Second Skinny.
Carly Pierce shared how emotional it was to honor the Judds with a performance at the Country Music Hall of Fame after Naomi's death. The Judds are from Kentucky too, and I've idolized them since I was a little girl, and especially Winona. And just to actually look in her eyes and see the pain as I'm singing this song that was one of the greatest country songs of all time with her sweet mom. I really don't have words for it. Dolly Parton talked about why she had a change of heart regarding her Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nomination. When I said that, it was always my belief that the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame was for the people in rock music. And I have found out lately that it's not necessarily that, but if they can't go there to be recognized, where do they go? But obviously there's more to it than that. Garth Brooks' performance of Colin Baton Rouge at LSU Stadium was so loud that a seismograph reportedly recorded a small earthquake. You can see photos from the concert on Garth Brooks' Instagram. I'm Morgan. That's your skinny. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help and you can't get a hold of anyone. With 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person. Anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. I want to say thanks for everybody who has helped with St. Jude. I mean, you guys are changing lives. You guys are saving lives. St. Jude has been leading the way to the world's best survival rates for some of the most aggressive forms of cancer. And I'm talking about childhood cancer. Your support actually means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment or travel or housing or food. So the parents can focus on being a parent and helping their kid live. You know, I never had cancer, but I was in the hospital as a kid for a long time. And I just remember how difficult it was, how scary it was. And then I remember getting out and having to figure out how to pay the bill. I didn't have to pay it, but you know, somebody did. But St. Jude eliminates a lot of that. You can help St. Jude stop childhood cancer by becoming a partner in hope. You'll get an awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join the doctors, the researchers. Hey, join me in this fight and visit musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson. How do the biggest names in outlaw country start a musical revolution? Through one woman's vision from one tiny living room. Don't miss Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in the new scripted Audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the Birth of Outlaw Country Music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the outlaw country music movement and its biggest stars. Brewer shaped the sound and soul of country music as we know it today, despite never picking up an instrument herself. Lovingly dubbed as The Boar's Nest, Sue's place was an intimate staging ground where a new breed of singer-songwriters, wounded souls, wayward upstarts, that's where they would spur each other and tap into something bigger and something realer. Starring Mandy Moore and featuring Eben Moss Backrack as Shel Silverstein and TJ Osborne as Johnny Cash alongside a full ensemble cast. Audible invites you to enter the Boar's Nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution. One woman, one time, one place. The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer, and the birth of outlaw country music. Listen now at audible.com slash the Boar's Nest. So adult life can start with a lot of financial ups and downs, and it can seem like a lot more downs than ups at first. You know, people can make mistakes and buy things that they can't afford sometimes, and then that's where Intuit comes into play. Intuit helps you take control of your finances through products from Intuit, products like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. 
Taking finances into your own hands can help turn things around, even helping save money to rent a first apartment or a home. Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. So whether you're trying to manage your money or you're trying to run a business, Intuit gives you the confidence to take control of your finances so that you can live your best life. Intuit has helped a hundred million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com, I-N-T-U-I-T.com. That's Intuit.com to start living yours. Let's get into it. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. Patrice Banks had a great job as an engineer with a big company, but she saw an opportunity for a business when she realized just how little attention auto repair shops paid to their female customers. So she dropped out of the corporate world. She went to school to learn how to fix cars, and she opened up an honest auto repair shop featuring an on-site nail salon. (laughs) That's cool. (laughs) She said that her goal is for women to show up and don't feel like they're getting taken advantage of. She wants her customers to enjoy a unique, comfortable, and confident automotive repair experience, again, for women, and they can walk away with a fresh manicure and pedicure, too. <laughs> Are we sure she's telling them the truth? I know there's a nail salon <laughs> She there. said, though. She, oh, I, she did say, okay. I love true. it. And you're Thanks. sitting there waiting, so why not? It's, a, it's multitasking. I love it. I do like that she's going, hey, there is a group of people that are not being catered to. And so I'm going to make their experience better. So cool. And it's called Girls Auto Clinic, and it's located just outside of Philadelphia. What about girls and also girly men who don't know cars? Because I would go, I I would go too. I'd drive right there and be like, I have no idea what's going on. (laughs) I'll take the clear coat, please, (laughs) and then fix the muffler thing. Uh, Good story, Amy. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. It's now time for Rejected Segments. Rejected segments. Oh. All these segments were pitched to me one way or the other. Through email, through text, through, hey, why don't we do this? So over the past 45 days, I've kept a list. Let's go with number five. Number five. Now, individually, I said no to this, but actually all together, it was pretty good. So I rejected Ray, Morgan, and Eddie saying they saw a random celebrity walking down the street. Oh, was it the same one? No. But by itself, it wasn't worth the whole segment. Oh, wow. But I do think it's one of the rare ones where I'm like, together it actually works as a pretty good segment. So I rejected them individually. However, we're going to do them as a group. Eddie, who did you see walking on a sidewalk by work? I saw John Party. I mean, he was just walking down the road with three other people, and then I honked at him. I was like, I don't. he may not recognize me. I was in my car, and, and he goes, hey! Just thought I was a fan, I guess. I was he like, just thought, hey, yeah, that's yeah. it. That was it. Morgan was working out, and you saw somebody with her trainer. I did. I saw Frankie Ballard just hanging out for 10 bucks at Planet Fitness, working out with his trainer. <laughs> oh, wow. And then Ray saw a country artist eating fast food for lunch. Stars are just like us, he says. Oh, I was thinking this was the one I saw in Music Row. I saw Brothers Osborne carrying guitars and straight up just, I mean, anybody could have known it was them seeing them walk right by. The fast food eater? Who the heck was that? Was that? He doesn't even remember. <laughs> this is Ray just filling for content. It was no, Bre- no, no. It was Breland. Breland. Yeah. 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 He was in the drive-thru at Chick-fil-A and he actually walked up to it. It was one of those where you didn't even have to have a vehicle and he was just chilling, waiting for the food. The situation at Chick-fil-A is interesting because there's not a menu. They just come up to you. Mm-hmm. I need a menu. They have one on them if you need it, like an actual one. I prefer it, Sonic. I go, there's a menu in front of me. (laughs) I can see what I want. I'm always like, I don't know! And then I just leave. Uh, So that's number five. Altogether, mildly interesting. Number four. Putting trolls on blast. This was suggested. 
We find people who have left mean or hurtful comments on Facebook, do research on them, we read their names on the air and reveal their personal information. Mm. That's pretty good. Especially oh, solid. Whose was that? Lunchbox? Mike D. Oh, Mike D. Yeah. Like, he really wanted to invest time. But I don't want to give the trolls that kind of attention. Well, I don't want to be reading too much personal information about people on mm. the air. Oh, that part too. Yeah. Uh, so we rejected that, mostly for legal reasons. <laughs> yes. Well, mainly if it's public, like you could just read their their profile bio because oftentimes it's like, love Jesus. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, what? Live, no, laugh, you love. Don't. Family man. Ephesians 2.9. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Number three. Raymundo sent this in. He said, hey, I saw a lady fall out of her wheelchair 10 <laughs> feet from me. What did I do next? Oh. And then he listed four things. <laughs> I hope he helped her. Do you want to hear the four Ray. things? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so... The segment Ray sent our audio guy. He said, I saw an old lady fall out of her wheelchair 10 feet from me. What did I do next? A, I was walking by and immediately ran over and helped her up. B, walking by and immediately ran over, tried to help her, but couldn't lift her up because of the weight of the wheelchair. So I signaled for a car to help. C, I was driving, so I just kept driving. (laughs) Or D, I was driving, stopped my car in the middle of the intersection, ran over and helped her. So, oh, it's easy. Go ahead. It's C. He's driving. He kept driving. Yeah, he kept oh. driving. Ray, explain what you saw. Yeah, so it was one of those streets where you're making a left-hand turn. So I was going about two miles an hour, and it was a lady in a wheelchair, and she was on the sidewalk, and it just veered off a little bit, and her wheelchair caught the bad side of the sidewalk, and she went down. And I was, as I was turning, I literally saw her face as she was falling. This has affected me for about a month. And I just didn't know what to do. I couldn't stop my car in the middle of the intersection. I thought I'd get hit. So I just kept driving. I was like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. What did I just see? Oh, my gosh. And I was just, like, praying somebody behind me would stop. And three other cars stopped, got out, and got her. So, but what did you do from the list? Uh, it was C. I just kept driving. Kept driving. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Obviously. I mean, and he felt on. bad about it. But he prayed. He, prayed. The, 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 he said the wheelchair was too heavy. I'm like, what? how could the wheelchair be too heavy for Ray to yeah, pick up? I can't Maybe believe he it's meant C. The woman. <laughs> Why would you? But this is Ray sending this in. Oh, my gosh. Uh, he was driving and kept on driving. Thankfully, somebody helped her. Number two. And I don't even care to do the bit, but I read it and was like, this would be the most boring bit we've ever done in the history of our show. Uh-oh. But Eddie sent in, I'm changing my pizza order for the first time in my life, and I'd like to talk about it. This is a big deal, guys. Oh, my God. That's so dumb. My entire... I mean, I've ordered the same kind of pizza my entire life. What pizza? A pepperoni and mushroom pan deep dish pizza. And so now you're changing it to... Thin crust. I'm going to have to just buckle down and get thin crust because it's I feel less- the ratings just getting so good right now. Listen. I can feel it. People are telling their friends, you got to tune in right now. Eddie's talking I mean, about his that pizza. Is, that is the kind of stuff you send in. Every 40, 50-year-old's like, hey, I feel you, man. I had to go thin crust, too. Well, this is all rejected segments. There's a reason these didn't make the air. (laughs) Wow. Oh, gosh. And then the number one rejected segment. Number one. The Minnesota Timberwolves basketball team had people jumping out on the court, protesting at random times, trying to glue themselves to the floor or chain themselves to the the goal. So it was written, the Timberwolves protest of making the news. What if we have Lunchbox protest an NHL game here in town? Dress him up like a beer vendor and try to get him on the ice to handcuff himself to the goal. <laughs> I love it. Who said that? Mike D. Oh. See, he might even get us killed someday. But <laughs> thought it was funny, but had to reject it. Would you have done that bit? No. I don't think so. I, I, yeah, I don't. I, I don't think I could have got over the glass. Like, that's really hard to get over. But you're but, a beer vendor. Let's say. And all the beer vendors get on the ice. They have access. Yeah. Just, I mean, all access said, pass. Yeah. He's already gone to jail once. 
That was rejected segments. Oh. So if you think the segments were doing a crappy when you hear us do them for real, imagine the ones I've turned down. <laughs> it's like Eddie talking about he's changing pizzas. Oh, man, breaking news. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Fair Harbor makes the world's most comfortable beachwear. Say goodbye to mesh lining. They replaced all mesh lining with their BreezeNet Boxer Brief Liner. It's softer than anything you've ever felt before. No more horrible chafing at the beach. From swimming to lounging to exercising, they're so comfortable, you'll never want to take them off. Now you can rescue your thighs and the ocean at the same time. All products are made from recycled plastic bottles. To date, Fair Harbor has recycled over 26 million plastic bottles. Fair Harbor makes products for you to enjoy the places you love while protecting those places too. Say goodbye to mesh lining. They're so comfortable, you'll never want to take them off. Fair Harbor's offering 20% off for everyone listening right now with the code COMFORT22. That's 20% off with the code COMFORT22. So head over to fairharborclothing.com and say goodbye to mesh lining forever. That's fairharborclothing.com. The promo code is COMFORT22. Fairharborclothing.com. You do not want to miss this. I'd be honest. How curious are you guys about how much money celebrities make? Very, oh, very. Yeah. Right. That's interesting. Yep. Right. And like net worths. And I'll tell you, you can search online. It's not always super accurate, but it gives you a ballpark-ish to what celebrities are worth. So I have a list, and I'll give you one or the other. You tell me who's worth more. Ooh. Okay, Amy, you're first. Okay. Who's worth more? Adam Sandler or Denzel Washington? Oh, wow. And it's not even close. What? Not even close. Ha- uh, okay, Adam Sandler. Why would you pick Adam Sandler? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But I don't know if he's built something alongside of like his acting. Like Denzel acts, but I feel like Adam might have production companies. and. Well, he does have Happy Madison, I think, still the big production company. But Adam Sandler signs those massive Netflix deals recently. Oh, okay. It is Adam Sandler who's worth $420 million, <laughs> Wow. As opposed to Denzel Washington, a mere $280 million. Oh, my God. What in oh. the world? So they're both extremely rich, but Sandler's way, way, way rich. I guess so is Denzel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Comparison. Lunchbox. Vin Diesel. Ooh. Why you make that noise? Man, he's in those fast nine. Mm-hmm. Or Ed Sheeran. Oh, man. Is Ed Sheeran worth that much money? Uh, he's written a lot of songs. I feel like he writes all his own songs. So I'm going to go Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran's worth 200 million bucks. Wow! Mm-hmm. That's pretty awesome. It is. Vin Diesel's worth 225. Whoa! Whoa! Got him. Got him. A lot of Fast and Furious movies. Mm-hmm. He makes a lot <laughs> Nine of money of doing those. <laughs> okay, Eddie. Come on. Judge Judy or Dave Grohl, lead singer of Foo Fighters. Dang, I have no idea how much Judge Judy would make. Do you have any idea how much anybody makes? Well, no, but, you know, a rock star, tours make a lot of money. Um, He was in Nirvana, so he's made a lot of money for a long time. Ooh, and he was just on that commercial for um, Amazon. So give me Dave Grohl. Dave Grohl makes 300, he's worth 320 million. Judge Judy's worth 440 million. (gasps) Yeah, she's like the highest paid TV person. I thought that was an easy one. Really? They're both so, so rich. Yeah. But yeah, Judge Judy's in a class of her own. Morgan, who's worth more, Shakira, 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 <laughs> or Kid Rock? Oh, Shakira is like worldwide, though. I've seen Kid Rock pass out $100 bills as tips to people all around him. Like, walk around. Doom, 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 doom. 
I feel like Kid Rock is like the underdog here that I shouldn't think, so I'm going Kid Rock. Kid Rock's worth 150 million bucks. Wow, that's a lot of money. Shakira's worth 300 million. Oh, oh man. Way off. Well, Amy, you were the only one going right that first round. Yay. You want to go again? Sure. Yeah, yeah. Amy, Steve Harvey or Drew Carey? Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey, 200 million. Drew Carey, 165. Mm. So close. Good job, Amy. Steve Harvey again. Lunchbox, John Bon Jovi, who sings. Oh, yeah, Living on a Prayer. Or Jennifer Lopez. Oh, man, it's got to be J-Lo. Jennifer, she is super rich. They're both super rich, yeah. He's I don't, John Bon Jovi's only like probably 175 million. Jennifer Lopez 400 million. Wow! That's your guess, 400 million. Wow! John Bon Jovi 410. What? Got her. What? What? She I does, mean, he probably she, owns a lot of stuff, huh? She sings. John Bon acts, Jovi 410 million dollars. She has perfume. Wow. Eddie. Welcome. Van, Vanna White from Will of Fortune. Yeah, she turns the letters. Or Megan Fox, actress. Oh. <laughs> Who's worth more? That's funny. Huh. I'm going to go Vanna. Yeah. Because Megan <laughs> Fox, divorce. She's still pretty young in her career. Vanna's been doing this for like 100 years. Wait, what's divorce have to do with it? I mean, probably money exchange for She probably gets split. money. <laughs> I don't know. She made nah. more than him, I'm sure. Then Brian Austin Green? Yeah. What? Oh, for sure. What does Brian Austin Green do? Well, 90210, but that's the point. I, I, listen, what do we know? That's I, my guess. Okay. okay. The answer is... Vanna. Van, by the way, Vanna White made it's worth $70 million. What? Megan Fox, $8 million. Okay. Yeah. Nice Let's okay. go. All right. All right. Okay. I like the way that one panned out. Morgan, yeah, when you say that single amazing. digit million, it's like, oh, it's not that much. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's it's we're playing big numbers here, I know. Uh, Magic Johnson. Morgan, familiar? Yes. Tom Brady. Oh. Gosh, Tom Brady's been doing it longer for now. He's still in it. Tom Brady. Tom Brady worth $250 million. And I think where Magic's made a lot of his is in business. Yeah. Uh, Magic Johnson worth $600 million. $600 wow. million. Oh my God, that's great. What? That's like crazy. he owns part of the Dodgers, I think. Yes, oh, he does. What? Has all the he movie owns hotels. And, yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, so Eddie and Amy only won that one. So let's play a tiebreaker on this one for you two. Amy Shania Twain. Very rich. David Copperfield. Very rich. Ew. Well, this is hard. I'll just... I hope it's Shania, so I'm going to go with her. Shania Twain, 400 million. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> David Copperfield, 1 billion. No! Oh, he's what? a billionaire? What? what? <laughs> Eddie, Eddie, if you get this, you're the winner. Oh, Magic uh, tricks? That's gross. So how does he make that much money? Eddie. Come on. Jessica Alba. Yeah, Ooh. sounds familiar. Yeah, like Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Elaine. Ooh. From Seinfeld, yeah. And Elaine Bennis. Oh, does Jessica Alba own the diapers? She owns baby stuff. I think you're thinking of Dak Shepard and... No, 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 no. Jessica oh, they have Alba has like a some diaper and, and, line. Uh, Kristen Dunn. No, what, what's his wife's name? <laughs> Kristen Bell. Kristen Bell, yeah. Who is the other one, Bones? Jessica Alba and So who? Jessica Alba or Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Oh, I mean, Seinfeld makes a lot. God, this is tough. And also, she's had other huge shows. Other oh, than yeah. Oh, true. Veep. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And New Adventures of All Christine mm-hmm. ran for a long time. I feel like you're trying to swing me that way. <laughs> I'm, I'm torn. I'm torn, but I will go with Jessica Alba just because of her business. Jessica Alba has made $200 million. Oh, my yeah. gosh. And she is massive in business. She owns Honest. Honest, mm-hmm. yeah. Honest. honest. Julia Louis-Dreyfus, 
250 million. Yeah! Oh, wait, I, I got it. Right? Oh, I thought she was 300. Dang it. Okay. So you both missed it. Okay. Well, let's no. go. I, oh, I thought. Uno mas. Okay. Amy got it or no? Yeah. I, the, I win. But that one, you didn't get David Copperfield. You missed, you're still on tiebreaker. Yeah, right? we're still tied. Yeah, you're still tiebreaker. Dang it. Sophia Vergara or Kevin James, Amy? Eesh. I'm going to go with Sophia Vergara because I think she has like some Pepsi deal. 180 million, Kevin James, 100 million. All right. It's funny it. now, 100 million. We're like, because <laughs> oh <my laughs> we've been playing this game. <laughs> Eddie, you got to get this to stay in or you lose. Come on, Bones. Carrot Top. Yeah, magician, comedy. Comedian. Comedian. Yeah. yeah. Kenny G. Saxophonist. Oh, wow. <laughs> Man, I think Kenny G was big for a long time, but that was a long time ago. Carrot Top, he's still doing the dang thing. Give me Carrot Top. Carrot Top is worth 70 million. Kenny G's worth 100 million. Oh. Wow! Amy, you are the winner. Nice job. Amy takes it home. Oh, Two wins here. Amy, who's worth more, Celine Dion or Jimmy Buffett? Oh, man, that's hard. Oh, Jimmy Buffett probably because he has like hotels and. Well, Jimmy Buffett's worth 600 million. He rich. What? Except Celine's 800 million. Oh. Wow. <laughs> Final okay. one, Amy. Reese Witherspoon or Larry David? Ooh, Reese Witherspoon. Incorrect. Larry David, 400 million to Reese's 200. <laughs> and Amy, you won, so tell us your net worth. Yeah, that's the game. That's there you it. Go. Yeah, Ooh, that's the prize. That's uh, let me see your phone and give me your passwords. We're going to share it with everybody. All right. <laughs> Enjoy more sunshine and less time in the checkout line with HelloFresh, delivered right to your door. Try the sweet heat shrimp tempura bowls or garden spinach ricotta ravioli. Go to HelloFresh.com slash Bone16. Use the code Bone16 for 16 free meals plus three gifts. Here's Amy's pile of stories. A relationship expert came up with a list of things that couples should not do in front of their friends. So I'll run through the list. Bobby, let's see where you and Caitlin fall. Uh, Putting each other down in front of other people. No way. We're a team. Keep all that stuff in the locker room. Well, jokes and sarcasm are okay if need be, but there's a line. Yeah, she can usually give it to me pretty good in public, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's pretty pretty quick, all right? Constantly bragging about your relationship and how awesome it is. Nah, we don't do that either. We, I may post something on Instagram <clears throat> and write a whole paragraph, but that's only for, like, a special event. And I really struggle with that in real human ways. So if I, I can do it on social media. It's easier do it for online, me. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, too much PDA. In public? Nah. Yeah, public displays of affection. Nah, no, thankfully. And then public displays of anger. No, I don't get mad. Yeah, but some couples, they fight in public. Oh, I hate it. It's weird for me. Well, it goes, I'm like, awkward, awkward. Then I'm like, you know what? Let's just tune in and watch the whole thing. <laughs> There's always that point that where you're like, oh, I don't like it. I don't like it. Well, we might as well see what's happening here. <laughs> yeah, one time I was on a flight, which is a really confined space. And this couple, they were just like totally going off on each other. And I was like, why are you doing that here? And then lastly, inappropriate flirting. And that might include like what some of these guys think is okay. And it's like looking at other women when you're with your significant Oh, I thought you meant flirting with your own person, like slapping them on the butt. No, no, no. Flirting Uh, with others. Uh, So kids ask more questions than we thought during the course of a day. A new study has found that kids ask at least 73 questions on any given day. And this is little kids. And I'm like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. my 11-year-old, I- I'm going to start counting, and I think he's probably more like at 100. Amy's going to have a clicker like a bouncer? Yes. <laughs> click. All right, click. <laughs> click. All right, another one in. Click. Yeah, because, I mean, I'm driving along, and our our drive from school back to the house, he's got to ask a million questions. And I some days I'm just like, I can't. I can't anymore. Stop asking questions. They start at 6 a.m., and then they last until <laughs> bedtime. 
That's what this study says. So, hey, parents, we feel you. And then would you take redneck as an insult or a compliment? It depends who's saying it, honestly. If it's another redneck, I'm cool with it. If it's somebody else from where I'm from. Because the original term redneck means, and what it stands for, is people who had to work in the sun because their necks were red. Laborers. Like, that's where the term redneck, that's that's the, you know, the genesis of it, is that you're out in the sun, you're doing labor, and your neck is red and burnt. So if somebody from Arkansas or Alabama or Mississippi top part of Florida. I go through all the way. <laughs> like if they're one of me, I wouldn't be offended. But if somebody from New York writes an article and is like, this redneck, well, yeah, I'm going to be mad. Well, I asked because Justin Moore shared his thoughts on it. It's so many other things than what people want to use it for and say that it is. It's blue collar, hardworking, simple in a good way, God fearing. And so it's absolutely a compliment to me. There's not much of a higher one. Yeah, it depends who say. I think, and Justin and I are from 30 miles away. We lived very close growing up. So it's just, it's who says it. Right. There you go. I stand by it. (laughs) I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. Deputy William Pazinski responds to a 911 call of a fire in an apartment. And he shows up and the fire's on the third floor. And he's like, oh no, there's flames, but there's a grandma, mom, and a one-year-old child hanging out the window saying, help, help. And he's like, well, Spider-Man's not around. Guess I'm about to climb up there. And he climbs up to the second story balcony and they lower the one-year-old child to him. He climbs down, then gets a ladder all the way up there, gets mom and grandma out all alive. All alive. Wow. Yeah. I mean, Spider-Man didn't respond, but yes. guess what? William Pazinski did. It's well, funny he thought about Spider-Man. Well, let's also not disparage Spider-Man in case he's listening. No, yeah, no, he's yeah, yeah. He, good things he was too. probably doing something. Right, busy. right. Yeah. But when he wasn't able to get there, the officer was <laughs> able to be Yeah, there. and here's him talking about how he thinks he made a difference. It's a different feeling, you know. Some nights you go home and you don't really know if you made a difference, but in situations like this, you know, you feel it. Man, what a hero. What a hero. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Everything is better electrified. Hyundai has the widest range of electrified vehicles on the market, including the first ever Tucson and Santa Fe plug-in hybrid EVs. Electric when you want it, gas when you need it. Visit a Hyundai dealer or learn more at HyundaiUSA.com. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help and you can't get a hold of anyone. With 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person. Anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. want to say thanks for everybody who has helped with St. Jude. I mean, you guys are changing lives. You guys are saving lives. St. Jude has been leading the way to the world's best survival rates for some of the most aggressive forms of cancer. And I'm talking about childhood cancer. Your support actually means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment or travel or housing or food. So the parents can focus on being a parent and helping their kid live. You know, I never had cancer, but I was in the hospital as a kid for a long time. And I just remember how difficult it was, how scary it was. And then I remember getting out and having to figure out how to pay the bill. I didn't have to pay them. You know, somebody did, but St. Jude eliminates a lot of that. You can help St. Jude stop childhood cancer by becoming a partner in hope. You'll get an awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join the doctors, the researchers. Hey, join me in this fight 
and visit musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson, how do the biggest names in outlaw country start a musical revolution? Through one woman's vision from one tiny living room. Don't miss Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in the new scripted Audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the Birth of Outlaw Country Music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the outlaw country music movement and its biggest stars. Brewer shaped the sound and soul of country music as we know it today, despite never picking up an instrument herself. Lovingly dubbed as The Boar's Nest, Sue's place was an intimate staging ground where a new breed of singer-songwriters, wounded souls, wayward upstarts, that's where they would spur each other and tap into something bigger and something realer. Starring Mandy Moore and featuring Eben Moss Backrack as Shel Silverstein and TJ Osborne as Johnny Cash alongside a full ensemble cast. Audible invites you to enter the boar's nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution. One woman, one time, one place. The boar's nest. Sue Brewer and the birth of outlaw country music. Listen now at audible.com slash the boar's nest. So adult life can start with a lot of financial ups and downs, and it can seem like a lot more downs than ups at first. You know, people can make mistakes and buy things that they can't afford sometimes, and then that's where Intuit comes into play. Intuit helps you take control of your finances through products from Intuit, products like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Taking finances into your own hands can help turn things around, even helping save money to rent a first apartment or a home. Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. So whether you're trying to manage your money or you're trying to run a business, Intuit gives you the confidence to take control of your finances so that you can live your best life. Intuit has helped a hundred million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com, I-N-T-U-I-T.com. That's Intuit.com to start living yours. Let's get into it. We only have a couple more segments with Amy until she heads to Hollywood. She leaves today. Yeah. So in like 15 minutes, we'll do our final segment with Amy. And then when she comes back, I don't know, she may be a different person. Are we even going to know her? Sunglasses in the studio. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Okay. Let's save all that. We'll get to it in a minute. Let's go over and do the morning corny. The morning corny. When I found out my toaster wasn't waterproof... I was shocked. (laughs) (laughs) That was the morning corny. Good delivery there. Use that when you're on set. Ooh. You really sold it. Should I take some jokes? You really sold it. No, 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 no. With me? No jokes. Why? They work it into the script. All right, this is it. The last segment we have with Amy until she heads off to Hollywood. The famous movie star. Nerves hit you last night? Oh, they've been hitting me for days. Yeah, but like the night before. But the, yeah. Oh, tonight's going to be rough. (laughs) Yeah. In the best way. Yeah, because I just don't want to, I know I have one thing to come in and do, or like a couple of scenes, but like I have one job, day of shooting, and just, I want to get it, I I don't want to let anybody down, I don't want to waste anybody's time, I want to get it right. So if you're new to the show, Amy's not an actress. Nope. But randomly, someone's like, hey, we'd like to have Amy in a movie we're doing. Big streaming platform. Big star. And we're like, wow, okay. We didn't submit Amy. They didn't ask me to submit Amy. They just said, we'd like Amy. So she's going to go and play ver- a version of herself. Yes, I am Have playing. Have said that? You said that? Yeah, I'm okay. playing Amy Brown. 
Okay, so <laughs> should be easy. Which is well, you would think. Yeah, but I've had to play myself before. Is that hard? It's stupid. Oh, well, yeah, because you're like, am I being me? <laughs> you're like, am I being? But you are you. I know, but then you're like, now they're asking me to be me. <laughs> but some of how they have me isn't really me, but no. it's the vibe they want for the. So it's confusing. So you're gonna go. You have all your lines. Did you count your lines? I know we talked about it, but do you know exactly how many? A like, lot. 20. More than you would think. Yeah. <laughs> She's in like five different scenes. She could be up for best supporting actress. I'm just saying. No, right now. it's Stop. not. It's one part of the movie. It's towards the end. I will say that. So if everybody watches it, we're going to watch all the way towards the end. Or fast forward. You tell us exactly where you are. <laughs> no, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be, be good. a good movie. Do you have the whole script of the whole movie? Yes. Did you read the whole thing? No, I haven't read the whole thing, but I've, I've mostly been focusing on the section that has my part, obviously, so I can understand what's happening. But also, too, I like that I may get to watch it and see it unfold for the first time when it comes out. Okay. But I have a general idea. So, it's gonna be, so we may talk to Amy tomorrow. I'm not sure if we're going to have her on or not, like on the phone. Yeah. Does Amy get to go to the premiere? I don't. Well, that's a year away. Uh, probably not, huh? She's that small. That's not good. Well, I, I bet she'll I be at the no premiere. Idea. But that's so far away that the movie hasn't been made yet. Okay. I mean, and do they have premieres for every movie? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, good ones. So who well, knows? Well, I don't know. Well, good luck. I'm excited for you. Me You're going to get there. It's going to feel overwhelming for a bit. Just take some deep breaths and realize that a lot of other people don't know what they're doing either. It's their first time. And it's been everybody's first time at some point. Yeah. So every single person has experienced that and felt that. They may look a little more comfortable now because they've done it more. But you're going to be awesome. And, That's if, what... and if you're not awesome, they'll let you do it again. I had to do, my, I had to act, do me like four times once. Really? The did, same scene. Did yeah, you like, sense frustration, though, after yeah. like the fourth time? Yeah, oh, the no. second time, for sure. I was on, doing Nashville. It was like my third appearance on the show, but they gave me more and more lines. And I was right across from Raina James. And we had a bunch of lines together. And I could see their face being like, oh, like the first time. Oh, I hate that. And I didn't know what I was doing. So I was like, oh, I'm really letting them down. I nailed it like third or fourth because everybody's like, ah, who cares? Just do it. So, yeah, it's going to happen. I have some good news already I saw in a script change that I think my wink has gone to a hug. Good. Whew. Can't wink at all. Because I was worried about the wink because it was going to be awkward because my winking skills are whew, not very good. But now I can hug. Good. Yeah. Well, mine was full frontal nudity, so I don't think you have to worry about that. <laughs> okay. no, You're right. It? I don't. Yeah, that's no. good. My, it was weird for me. So. Mine's going to be family friendly. Yeah. So yeah. is mine. <laughs> Can't see a thing. Okay, so okay. we're going to root for you. Thank you. We're going to cheer. Thanks. We'll talk about it on the show tomorrow, even if she's not here, and yeah, say of supportive course. things. Well, and I mean, I'm there to represent y'all. Okay, there you go. Us, what we do. Kill it. Take some deep breaths. Lunchbox, you get one final thing before we go. How amazing would it be if Amy went to, where do you guys go? Hollywood. She did all this, and like afterwards, we're like, we just got to cut that scene. Like, she's Why totally how amazing no, would that no, be? No, no, that would be terrible. Why how amazing? Why would you go to how amazing would that be? <laughs> I mean, that would probably go down as the funniest moment in show history. <laughs> what about the time Lunchbox did Friday Night Lights? <laughs> And he was an assistant coach, and he was just an extra, but he, he got to yell a line like, let's go, guys. And they removed his audio of yelling, let's go, and had someone voice over him. A guy that uses his voice every day for work. So you see him clapping, and his mouth goes, let's go, guys. But over the top, it's like some other guy going, let's go, guys. So he, his, he got replaced. Yeah, it was weird. Was that amazing? Yeah, how'd that feel? Hey, at least I was in it. I mean, what if she's just completely cut? Okay. I mean, that would be incredible. Well, according to what they say about this scene is it's pivotal. pivotal. So I don't think it will get cut. Off to the airport today. Fancy hotel, huh? I don't know. Yet. Beverly Hills? Do you get a limo? Oh. 
You get a limo? Gonna, no, they said they'll have a car picking me up. Ooh. So I'm talking about But limo. I don't think it's a limo. An assistant? No. Uh, well, I have an on. assistant from iHeart going with me, oh. Fazio. Shout out. She's basically acting as my quote unquote agent. Okay. <laughs> wear sunglasses inside. That's yes. the rule. What? And a scarf. No. Don't they wear Sun- scarves? Sunglasses and scarves? Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, there she goes. Our new Hollywood star, wow. Amy, is leaving the show today. Oh. We'll see you soon. Good, Good luck. luck, Amy. Farewell. Thank you. Good luck. Thank you go get them. Go, go get them. Last week on the show, Courtney from Arizona called in and she was like, hey, what do you think about this? And her story was she's coming from Arizona to Nashville because I'm doing some shows here, like comedy, motivational speaking shows. And she's like, I'm coming and this is what's happening with this guy. Now I'm going to play the call. And then now I'm just going to tell you what everybody's saying. <laughs> okay. They're saying the guy's married. Oh. So oh. now that I say that, listen to this call. Okay, so this is her not telling us that, but telling us the story. I have kind of like a weird question. I know this guy from work, and we've met once, and we've just bought tickets to come to your little residency in June. So I guess that's going to be kind of like our first date. So just wondering, I guess, what we can expect for our first date. Before that part, like what's happening between you two on this first date? When you say what's happening between us, I I need you to be more specific. You're both in Arizona, (laughs) and you're both flying to Tennessee. We are. So we work at the same company, but his schedule is a lot different than mine. He travels a lot more. So that kind of deals with why we haven't been able to, like, connect a lot. Don't think we're flying together, but yes, we are staying together. So many messages saying the guy's married. This makes much more sense to me. Why? Why to you? Because I didn't even think about the married part. I thought it was strange. I thought the story had a lot of holes in it, like, what, well, first date, but they have to go out of town for a first date. Now it's like, what? That's yeah. exactly why. All makes sense. And she's like, we can't really connect. Yeah. Lunchbox, after saying that people are thinking that he's married, what do you think? I, I mean, you are, I mean, if they can't even travel together, uh-huh. they have to they be, don't be seen together. Exactly. They can't be seen together. <laughs> that is a huge red flag. Oh my goodness. You work at the same company. You should be able to get together all the time. We worked at a wow. signal because when she's in the audience, I was like, Hey, I want to make sure you're safe. Yeah. So if I find you out there, do the safe sign like an umpire. However, she's fine. She's not, he's not going to kill her. He's no. just no, cheating just, on his wife. But check and see if he has a ring on. Oh, he won't wear a ring. Well, you, forget. you can do the, the suntan. You know, there's like the tan line on there. You know. Oh, we can do some self-tanner, though. <laughs> yeah. Can you on your finger? <laughs> so, okay. So, that's where we are. I don't know much else about it. I'm not trying to blow up his spot, but I kind of need to blow up his spot, right? You're sure. I feel like an idiot, too. Yeah, me I didn't too. see that. All that happened, and I didn't one thing go, hey, something's fishy about this dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Courtney, if you're listening and you don't think he's married, I would check. Now, if you know he's married... Well, that's on you. You ain't a very good person. (laughs) You're doing it anyway. (laughs) But this can be a PSA to uh, to you. I would check and go a little deeper and find out if he's married. Are you shaking your head? How would he? How would she go deeper? Like follow him home? Like Facebook, Instagram? Uh, He maybe he he may be private. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Morgan, what do you think about this? Oh yeah, he's he's married. married? Mm -hmm. You did you think that immediately? No, not until I just heard it back again and knowing that information. Because she's even saying to you to ask you to be more specific. It's like she's aware of something but not aware. Okay, well there you go. We're here for you, Courtney. Let us know if you're not safe. Anything you need. Anything you need. (laughs) Which, by the way, those shows are in June. There are only a few balcony tickets. For both of those shows, they pretty much sold out, but we put up some more balcony tickets this weekend. So if you do want to come, you can go over to Morgan. Can we put it back up on the front page? Yeah, it's still there. All right, bobbybones.com and get tickets to my comedy shows in June. Come to Nashville. There are almost no tickets left.
So thank you there. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. Kevin Ray's been driving for the Dallas Sanitation Department for about seven months. He and his crew on his truck always look forward to seeing a five-year-old who's on the route, and he always races out to be like, what's happening? So we found out the little boy Beckham had been in an accident and had to be hospitalized. So we got together with his coworkers and his crew and decided he'd do something cool. So a doorbell video posted social media, shows Beckham's mom, Jessica, talking to one of the workers because the worker came up and knocked on the door. She's like, hey, what's going on? The worker hands him a gift bag full of toys with a monster truck, balloons tied to it, and other treats. Like, hey, we already got hurt, so we wanted to drop all this off. And it's got the whole exchange on the doorbell camera. They didn't have to do that. No, they didn't. They didn't even have to even understand that there was a kid there that liked to see them, you know? It's an awesome story. So shout out to Kevin Ray and those folks down in Dallas because that's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. What's happening, everybody? Let's go over now and check in on the news. Bobby's Big Stories. A Greenbelt, Maryland woman who returned home from vacation last month to discover her front door damaged and $50,000 worth of her possessions cleared out of the apartment uh, has a squatter in her bedroom, basically. Whoa. Someone oh. just decided to move on in. <laughs> she found a couple lying in her bed together. <laughs> As the panicked resident began to ask how they got in and what they wanted, the suspect told her they took all their property. According to police, they became aggressive and then left. So they were there. They lived there. They took all the stuff. And then once when we got there, they bailed. What on earth? Which is crazy. And there's no ending to this. This is from the New York Post. I don't know that they found her, them. But they got 50,000 bucks of stuff and just lived in the house. The whole squatter situation is weird. I'm seeing a lot of stories about squatters. Why would I not do it then? Why did I not do it earlier in my life? It's so easy and no one can kick you out. Yeah. I lived in some terrible places. (laughs) It's illegal. You can't just live in a random place. Is it illegal? Is it? I, there's a it's a fuzzy rule because they can't just go and evict you. Yeah, if you're there for a certain amount of time, it's yours. Really? Well, and we're not encouraging people to do this, but it's unbelievable how many huh. people are just living places now. Yeah. And they're like, well, we can't kick them out. There's a squatter. There was a story last week in the news about someone selling their house. And they're like, well, down in the level below, there's a woman who's lived there for a long time. She's squatting. And she comes with the and house. She comes with the house. <laughs> so if you buy the house, you get her too. Hannah Jones found the perfect place. That's her name, too go and take a summer trip and they got into the little Airbnb website and they put all the payment information and then boop it was gone it was a fake site made to look exactly like the real thing but after she sent her payment listing the whole thing was gone off the internet after they stole four thousand dollars whoa so it was a site that looked exactly like it which she must have gotten there by either a link through an email yeah or a link on the internet because She's just not going to go to the Airbnb site and it be fake. Has to be an email. So, oh. yeah, a fake website designed to look exactly like the real thing. That's from the Daily Mail. And now she's just out 4000 bucks. These hackers are getting really good. Yeah, they're getting real good. Like real good. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's so good that I don't trust even the real thing now. I know. When I get a message from FedEx or Amazon, I'm like, yeah, I ain't doing that. And then Did- I never get my real package because... I don't click the thing to get the real package. Did you see our company sent a, like a test for everyone and, and some people failed? Like it was an email and like, oh, some people clicked on it. They're like, most of you guys passed it. Good job. But some people clicked on the link. Yeah, but why is to. our company trying to hack us? Just, like, why are they doing no, no, that? No, no, they're, they're, hacking they're, they're trying to train they're you. They're trying to go, hey, don't click a link and you just fell for what hackers will do. <laughs> 
They're not trying to hack it. Yeah, and that's why they get mad when, oh, when you don't reply to an email. Well, guess what? Okay. I don't know what email is real and what well, email no, is fake it's from not you replying. guys. You're not going to get hacked by replying <laughs> to an email. You'll get hacked clicking a link. Correct. Well, luckily I didn't click on this one. I passed, but I did see that. And I'm like, <laughs> would you guys quit trying to hack us? We are supposed to be a team. You're not supposed to be out there. Oh, I gotcha. Well, I didn't fall for it either. Good, mostly yeah. because I haven't opened my company email in about two years. Oh, phones. Yeah. So there's that. <laughs> I didn't fall for it. <laughs> Uh, an Australian woman wins 100000 bucks after her husband saves a lottery ticket from the trash. She won a scratch-off lottery ticket that was originally thrown away as a $5 golden edition. Threw it. Husband's like, wait, let me just look at it one more time. Looked at it one more time. $100,000. Oh, my gosh. That's from UPI. Uh, the fact that you could just throw that away yeah. without looking at all of it. If you're spending 5 bucks, I think I'm going and making sure there's oh, not a mess. quadruple check. Yeah. <laughs> Every single yeah. one. Uh, Washington, D.C. driver kidnaps and robs passengers. Now, what happened was the victims climbed into a vehicle around 1230 a.m. thinking it was a ride share. They quickly realized their mistake when it wasn't an Uber or a Lyft, and the person pulled out a gun, uh-huh. locked the doors, and drove them to an ATM to get money. The victims did as he said, and the suspect fled the scene. Police are working to identify the vehicle and the driver. That's from WJAC. But the interesting thing is here... Was he just ready to rob? Meaning he didn't know someone was going to get in his car. He just happened to have a gun. Mm. Oh, it sounds like to me that he that was his plan as he goes and sits outside a bar or restaurant where a lot of people get in Ubers or Lyfts, and it looks like an Uber or Lyft. They jump in, and I think he's done this before. That's my guess. But on the app, it tells you exactly what kind of car it is yeah. and the license. And I know they've been drinking. I was going to say, when you've been drinking, you don't look at the license plate. You just look at color of car. And, okay, yeah, that looks like a Toyota, and you get in. Do you just then get a black SUV? Yes. Is that the move? Because that's probably, if you're betting on what's the most common color of a vehicle, it's a Mm -hmm. black SUV. And then do you put a sign in your window that says ride share? You don't even identify Uber or Lyft. (laughs) I I think you just sit there with your flashers on, and when someone sees flashers, oh, they're waiting for someone to get in. Okay, that must be our ride. You jump in. Hey, man, we're going to our house. Let's go. Uh, uh Uh-oh. Well, that's wild if that's what happened. And if you go to the ATM, they probably got him on camera, so he's going to be busted anyway. Top three songs in country music. At number three, it's Luke Combs doing this. I'd have a Friday night crowd in the palm of my head. At number two, it's Carly Pierce and Ashley McBride. Never wanted to be that girl. I never wanted to be that girl. And your number one song for two weeks in a row, Cole Swindell and Lainey Wilson. Never say never. Never say never. And I'm going to say this, and I'm purposefully not going to go into detail, but there was new news that came out today about Naomi Judd's death, and she did struggle with mental health, and Winona talked about that. You know, Ashley talked about that too. And all these details have come out, but what I'm doing is acknowledging that I hope people don't spend too much time sharing business that ain't theirs publicly and talking about business that's very private and very sensitive on a, any sort of platform. That's right. So it is a, a, a terribly tragic story, and we will leave it there. And I just hope, if people are listening to me now, that also are able to talk to folks, leave personal business like this personal as much as you possibly can. It's already very public, and it's got to be very hard for them. You know, the Judds were a massive part musically of my childhood. My mom 
sang every song. I've said this before. I know all the Judd songs because my mom sang all of them. That was that was her group, her duo, duo or group. That's a category, duo or group. <laughs> it's duo. And right? I, I, you know, I tweeted it as soon as they announced that Naomi had died. Um, but that's the situation, and I hope that they can heal as best they can and move forward the best they can, even though you never fully will. So there you go. There's that. And then to end on a note, and Morgan had touched on this briefly in the skinny, but the crowd got so loud at a Garth Brooks concert in Baton Rouge on Saturday, it caused an earthquake. Apparently, what happened was Garth got on stage and said, hey, guys, the Raging Idiots won't be here this week. Oh. And people- They rioted. Yep, they rioted. And it caused an earthquake. And it caused an earthquake down in Baton Rouge. Yeah, because everybody thought we were going to open that show too. I I get it. Yeah, me too. (laughs) So that's what happened. And- let it be known, Garth. Wow. You set the, you set the standard of the Arkansas show. Uh, actually, that's not what happened at all. A seismograph on the LSU campus recorded the quake whenever he played Colin Baton Rouge, which, by the way, they're in Baton Rouge, so obviously people there really love that song. Right. And then secondly, that's the, they play that at all the LSU football games, right? So it's like super meaningful. And here's a clip of everybody singing along. That's 100,000 people singing it as loud as they possibly can. That's really cool. I mean, you can barely hear the drums. That's how loud it <laughs> That's is. That's really cool. And I wonder, because Garth does stadium shows, and Garth's the goat, and Garth's awesome, and he hears people sing his songs back in a way that I've never heard anyone. But I wonder if that time to him, he felt something was a little different. I thought the same thing, too. I'm like, he's used to that every single night he plays, but this is loud. I wonder if it was so loud, though, He, because, again, artists are wearing ears. So if you ever see an artist like pull something out of their ear, they seal their ears off. And so they're hearing all the band mix. They're hearing people talk in the microphone. It's all right in the ear. So you almost can't hear the crowd at all. So he's wearing ears. And he's like, man, you guys are singing so wonderfully. Unless they're at crowd mics, he just knows they're singing. Mm -hmm. He's not really hearing them. But I wonder if it was so loud he could hear through the ears. Ooh, I bet he did. That's crazy. Play it one more time, Ray. What's interesting is, yeah, you can't hear the drums. Uh, they you can all, hear just kind of the bass. Yeah, they all sound so, like, the the speakers sound like they're barely on. Crazy. That is awesome. Uh, Baton Rouge, shout out. You guys killed that. It's the second biggest stadium show ever. That's cool. That one was. So, love you, LSU, awesome. Can't wait to beat your butts next year. But <laughs> I got to give you props. That's, that's amazing. <laughs> if you get a day where it's sunshiny and it feels good, then take it, right? You don't want to have to be in the house if... You want to be outside in these rare, perfect days. And that's why HelloFresh is amazing for this time of year because you're not going to have to go to the grocery store. You're not going to have to spend a bunch of time meal prepping in the kitchen. HelloFresh, it's all about all the ingredients traveling from the farm to your doorstep. They arrive fresh. All these meals that you can make so easily that are so good. Sweet heat shrimp tempura bowls. You can do that. Garden spinach ricotta ravioli and one pan cheesy beef tortilla melts. You can make that. It's so easy, even if you're not a good cook like myself. Plus, skip weeks if you need to. Change your delivery date. Update your preferences right from the HelloFresh app. It'll change how you eat. HelloFresh.com slash Bones16. Use the code Bones16 
for 16 free meals plus three free gifts. Bones 16 for 16 free meals plus three free gifts at HelloFresh.com slash Bones 16. HelloFresh.com slash Bones 16. For inspiration to reach your goals, join Ben Nimpton to get on track to make the seemingly impossible possible. Register for the May 5th event at ExpressPros.com slash express talks attend for a chance to win a career coaching session with me so this happened down in mississippi a youth softball umpire christy moore says a player's parent punched her in the face after a game between kids 12 and under because she didn't like how the game was being called this is that crazy. is wild that it hit somebody no no i'll take it back they would hit an umpire yeah at a game with 12 year olds now hitting another parent <laughs> Shouldn't do that either. Yeah, what are you but say? I can understand that a little more because that's somebody, if they're disrespecting you, okay. they, they say something to your kid, you shouldn't hit them. But I'm saying I would at least go, ooh, I wonder what happened, what that interaction was before it went down. An umpire? Trying to stay neutral. They're just doing their job. And they didn't call it like you like it? <laughs> that's crazy. Christy Moore told TMZ Sports that the parent was yelling inappropriate words at her throughout the game and told her she would confront her after the game. So the like meet parents, you outside. Yeah, that's what it sounds yeah. like. Like I'll meet three thirty yeah. behind the school. Yeah. This parent approached more after the final out and punched her in the face. And I'm looking at her eye right now, and it is purple all the way down almost to her to like her jawline. Oh. She sought medical attention. The parent was arrested for assault. The parent has also been banned from the league. As for more, she told TMZ Sports, taking some time off. Yeah, you'd probably have a little PTSD from that. Anytime a parent was yelling anything at you, you try to call a game for everybody out there. Oh, no, ball. Okay, strike. Yeah. Okay, no, ball. Oh, strike. You know, you're changing it because the angriest parent's telling you what to do. <laughs> <laughs> well, and her child, too. Like, has to be like, well, I can't play anymore because of this? Well, it does not say that the kid has oh. been kicked out. Yeah, I think out. it's just a parent. Just I don't think the parent. parent's allowed to well, attend games. That's, safe. that's better than do I Do you guess. ever see Eddie with your kids? Oh, yeah. In baseball? I think the worst one I saw was about three years ago. Uh, I don't know exactly what happened, but the coach was yelling of the other team. The other coach was yelling at a player, and then the mom was like, oh, no. All I heard was, oh, no, not today. You're not yelling at my son like that today. And she Her went, own coach. Yes, their oh. own coach. Oh. And then she ran onto the field and put her finger right in front of the coach's face. Not today. You're not talking to him like that. And then she told her son, go to bat. Go bat. Hit the ball hard. That she, was it. His- uh, spot in the lineup? It, like, it was his spot. He was right there just waiting, like, in the middle of the coach and, and the mom. And then the mom just went off. She went to the stands, never saw her again. So maybe the coach was pulling him? Maybe. I don't. But I, I, if not today, did that mean yesterday was okay? <laughs> maybe. Or maybe tomorrow would have been a better option to replace the kid. I think it had been enough. He'd probably done it, like, a few times. I'm not blaming the coach. Oh, man. I can't blame a coach for a parent that acts like that. Right. Even if you see something going wrong and, like, they're pulling your kid, that ain't the time to fix that. It's after the game. Yeah. It's before the next game. That ain't the time to do it. My favorite is the rumbling between all the parents after that happens. Like, what happened there? Like, what was that? <laughs> uh, Sean in Wichita Falls is on right now. And so his son was in Little League, and there was apparently a bunch of cussing going on. All right, let's go over and talk to Sean. All right, no Sean. All right, let's go over to Lee in Alabama. Lee, welcome to the Bobby Bone Show. What's going on? Hey, Bobby. Uh, not much, man. I just wanted to call this morning and uh, give you guys a little little story from this past weekend. Uh, we had a tournament here in Tuscaloosa. Uh, a thing called Grand Slam Baseball, which is basically Little League. Um, 
I'm a regular high school umpire, so I was just doing this for a little extra money, and, you know, they needed some extra hands. And I'm telling you guys, the worst experience in my life. And these are seven-year-old kids. Not 12, not 14. These are seven-year-old kids. And it was coat pitch. Oh, so, so that's where the coaches, coaches pitch it slowly, right? Correct. Yeah. Right. And it's safer outfalls. And I mean, these parents these days, I, I just, I, I was absolutely appalled. I mean, cussing at us umpires, calling us pathetic, getting very mm. personal with us, approaching us off the field, getting in our face, trying to cause altercations at least three or four times throughout this day. For seven-year-olds. Seven-year-old kids, Bobby. That's wild. They're on Facebook looking at personal things. (laughs) Yeah, about the... um... Uh Uh-huh. How about your cousin, Jonathan? (laughs) He went to jail, and I called the game better. I'll share what really happened. (laughs) I saw you went to Florida last week. Oh, it was vacation. Good fancy boy. (laughs) Crazy, man. Let's go over and talk to John in Andover, Kansas. Hey, John, you're an official for what sport? I officiated high school and college basketball. Okay, so have you ever had to do kids? Yes, uh, that's where I got my start. And so how how is it for like third and fourth graders? Um, You know, they're, they're learning the game. I mean, they're going to travel every time. They're going to double dribble. Like they're learning the game, so officiating is very, uh, very difficult to uh, get a flow to the game and, and have them learn the game properly. Do parents ever fight? Even though it is hard to be an official, and again, they're doing everything wrong because they're just learning it. Are parents still fighting each other over these kids? Uh, yes. Uh, so we had a situation. Um, I was working a national tournament down in. Oklahoma City, and we had a team from Iowa that brought maybe 10 to 15 people with them besides the girls playing the game. And then we're uh, the other team is an Oklahoma City team, so we're right in their backyard, and they're fighting over a third and fourth grade girls' third, fourth place game over an official's call. So when you say fighting, yelling, or is there, any, half up. Is there anything physical happening? Uh, they're throwing punches uh, right on the railing. So if they fall, they're falling a story and a half to the floor. <laughs> I mean, it's ridiculous. <laughs> okay, every parent out there listening, you may get really mad. You may get quite upset. Heck, you may even be getting screwed over. I doubt it. You're too biased to actually see if you are or not because it's your kid. Just know that you don't need to handle this mess publicly on the field or on the court right now. It makes you look bad, but more importantly, and worse, it makes your kid it makes feel embarrassed. Yeah. It makes them look bad for to other kids, to other parents. That's tough. Yeah, it's not just the parent. It's every it's oh, everyone else man. around. But to, you know what I will say though, basketball is tough because if you're gonna be a ref at eight-year-old basketball, you have to be consistent. Call the double dribble or don't call the double dribble. I've been in that situation. I've been in that situation where I've been really upset Uh-oh. about it. I'm like, well, that coach says he can travel whatever he however long he wants, but that one doesn't. <laughs> and you know what? And that's fine. You can feel that way, but you can't act. <laughs> In a way that you're oh, going to go you physically hard. Listen to this guy. I've he is before. that guy at eight-year-old basketball. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Oh, my goodness, Just Eddie. Just saying, in basketball, let's be fair. That's it. 
Baseball is easier. It's out. It's out. Safe, safe. Whatever. No big deal. Basketball gets tricky. So you're saying just be consistent. Hey, ref, just be consistent. Mm-hmm. Start early. I call can, the travels or don't call the travels. Who he really yeah, I can, I can feel the anger. <laughs> I want to play this voicemail that we got last night, and this is about Lunchbox taking that gift card from Chris Jansen on yesterday's show. Here you go. Is anyone else in a cringe coma listening to Lunchbox receive the gift card from Chris Jansen? I have sweat dripping. I can tell my face is red. I am. I, I, I have no words. I have secondary embarrassment over this. Same. It was tough for me, too. Mm. Yesterday, Chris Jansen was in, full band setup. Lunchbox had started a feud with him, a fake feud, because... At an industry event, Chris wouldn't let Lunchbox, Lunchbox's wife, and all three kids come. It's That's not what it is. So Lunchbox is like, we have a beef. So Chris gives him a gift card, a, a $200 gift card. Yeah. To Roots Chris Steakhouse. Yeah, let's go. And you took it. Why would you not take it? When someone is trying to squash the beef and they realize they did wrong and they want to make up for it, I've never heard of cringe coma. That's pretty funny, but I'm about to be in a food coma <laughs> when I go to Ruth Chris. Ray told me... Off the air, he's like, you have to watch out for Lunchbox doing this now because he's going to create different feuds with people just to get free stuff. Ah, that makes sense. I am checking my email regularly to see what uh, event is coming up, like with what artists, and see if I can tie something in. Like, oh, this person's having an album release, or this one's having a number one party. Who wouldn't let my dogs in? Exactly. Like, oh, it's a you know who let the dogs out? Who? Let me see if I can bring my dog. (laughs) Nope. Well, now we got a beef. Who let the dogs out? Okay. Anyway, so. We agree that w- that was tough for us to sit through as well. But, but you think Chris did the right thing? I do not. I wouldn't have given you anything. Uh, here's the debate between Eddie and I. Lunchbox, the actor in uh, Field of Dreams, Dances with Wolves. Yeah. Robin Hood. Yeah. What's his name? Kevin Costner. Okay, cool. Dang. Morgan, what's his name? Kevin Costner. Eddie, what's his name? Kevin Costner. What? For Eddie kept calling him Kevin Cosner. It's Kevin Cosner. No, I was like, no, it's not. It's Kevin Cosner. No, you guys don't know. You're ju- you just see his name, and because it has a T in it, you think that's how it's pronounced. About? Okay, the- Eddie, say his name slow for our audience. Kevin Cosner. There's no Z in it. There's no Z. It's a ST in some languages. It's just a snur. Kevin Cosner. I can't believe all three of you guys say Cosner. Ray. I'm tainted. I've been listening to this clip all morning. <laughs> oh, you have it? Okay, heard it too many times. Scuba? Yeah, Eddie, I don't know what he's hearing. It's Costner. It's Costner. Yeah, really? There's a, there's a T. It's Co- pronounced K-A-S-T, Costner. I can't believe you think it's Costner and you actually fought for this. Like, My, you actually had an argument. For three where hours. He wouldn't stop. I think I said his name first, and you're like, what are you saying? It's Costner. I'm like, yeah. you're out of your mind. Here is the clip of the official pronunciation. Kevin Costner. Who is that? I don't know. Who just said that? I want to hear Kevin Cosner say that. His name's like Cosner. You'll never hear him because that's not a person. <laughs> he doesn't say that. Can we get Cosner on the there's phone? There's nobody named Kevin Cosner. Okay, we're good, right? Eddie loses? Uh, yeah, okay, you yeah. lost big time. Okay, thank you. Let's play Luke Combs forever after all. By the way, Amy left, and that's what the show's going to be for the next couple of days, folks. A bunch of arguing. It's just arguing. <laughs> a bunch of dudes. You're an idiot. You're an idiot. All right, thank you. The Ram 1500 exceeds all expectations with available features like a 12-inch touchscreen, digital rearview mirror, multifunctional tailgate, and a panoramic sunroof. So if you're thinking about switching trucks, now is the perfect time. Learn more at Ram.com. That's Ram.com. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help, and you can't get a hold of anyone. With 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person. 
anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about the incredible work being done by St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and ask you today to join me in becoming a partner in Hope. When you make a donation to St. Jude, you're helping an organization that has helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. And I can tell you from personal experience, that number and the hope that it brings is invaluable. What they are doing at St. Jude is making a huge difference. It is full of joy there, which a lot of families need at that time. They don't need to be worrying about travel, lodging, food. Everything is paid for at St. Jude so that families can focus on their child that has cancer. Your support means families never receive a bill from St. Jude. It's only $19 a month. And when you sign up, you'll get the new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join me in helping St. Jude in the fight against childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson. How do the biggest names in outlaw country start a musical revolution? Through one woman's vision from one tiny living room. Don't miss Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in the new scripted Audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the Birth of Outlaw Country Music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the outlaw country music movement and its biggest stars. Brewer shaped the sound and soul of country music as we know it today, despite never picking up an instrument herself. Lovingly dubbed as The Boar's Nest, Sue's place was an intimate staging ground where a new breed of singer-songwriters, wounded souls, wayward upstarts, that's where they would spur each other and tap into something bigger and something realer. Starring Mandy Moore and featuring Eben Moss Backrack as Shel Silverstein and T.J. Osborne as Johnny Cash alongside a full ensemble cast. Audible invites you to enter the boar's nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution. One woman, one time, one place. The boar's nest. Sue Brewer and the birth of outlaw country music. Listen now at audible.com slash the boar's nest. So adult life can start with a lot of financial ups and downs, and it can seem like a lot more downs than ups at first. You know, people can make mistakes and buy things that they can't afford sometimes. And then that's where Intuit comes into play. Intuit helps you take control of your finances through products from Intuit. Products like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Taking finances into your own hands can help turn things around, even helping save money to rent a first apartment or a home. Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. So whether you're trying to manage your money or you're trying to run a business, Intuit gives you the confidence to take control of your finances so that you can live your best life. Intuit has helped a hundred million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com. I-N-T-U-I-T dot com. That's intuit.com to start living yours. Let's get into it. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from the airport where a man was going through securities, acting kind of suspicious, and they pull him to the side and they're like, do the little scan, and it looks like there's something. He had gold shoved up his... Oh. What? Just to smuggle it through? Yeah, he had two pounds of gold he was trying to keister, mm-hmm. which I guess is illegal. You have to declare it. Yes. And I, you can't take it. What if that was the only way you didn't have to declare it? Uh, All right. <laughs> hey, as much, it's like the all you can eat. As much as you can keister, 
You're free to go. How do you get two pounds of gold? That's a lot. I don't really That's know. a lot of gold. <laughs> I wonder if it's in like bullion cubes or bars. No. <laughs> like gold really bars? Or bars? Yeah, 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 yeah. Ugh. Oh, they said it was worth a total of $382,000. Wow. Don't be suspicious. Don't be <laughs> suspicious. All right. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. <laughs> Police in a South Alabama town are searching for a female theft suspect. They say made her getaway on a stolen riding lawnmower. So they do not know the identity of the woman, but they say the items pictured in a small trailer pulled by the lawnmower were all stolen, and some of them were University of Alabama yard signs that said mm. Roll Tide. Now, I just want to know if she stole the Roll Tide because she wanted to use them herself or because she's War Eagle. I think that makes a difference if I'm the judge. <laughs> Probably because she's War Eagle. Yeah, uh, maybe. Unless she just really wanted them too, but... Uh, that's from AL.com. But if she stole them because she hated Alabama, I'd be like, I felt that. If I was a judge, that was War Eagle. <laughs> right, right, right. You know, if I'm the judge, it depends on why she's doing it. Uh, by the way, War Eagle is Auburn, in case you guys aren't familiar. Uh, a wild house listing in Florida caught the attention of some buyers, not because the location or size, but rather the ex-husband who comes as a tenant. The description for, oh. the, the, description for the family home located at 3819 Quell Street in Panama City Beach Reveals it's on the market for $699,000. You get three bedrooms, two bathrooms, almost 1,400 square feet of space, a garage, pool, hot tub, and a sitting tenant. <laughs> Quote, wonderfully rehabbed, ex-husband up for grabs as tenant. The dream man in the kitchen is a personal chef and server cooking up personal meals on a new stove. The listing photos show a man named Rich suggestively posing around the house with a giant stuffed tiger. She said this is just a way to generate interest. And now they're getting a lot of actual huh. requests for the house. Just because people are seeing this in the news and at first thinking, is there a man? Like a man? A man? What, what would you call that? A manservant? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Crystal said the pair were getting a divorce after five years of marriage. So he comes with a house? That's crazy. Or can you just opt out? Like, can you he just. Do- it's a joke. Okay. Oh, oh. <laughs> I really thought you got the guy. They are divorcing, <laughs> they want to sell the house. So he, it's a joke. That's funny. So apparently they're still on good enough terms to joke together. Yeah. And isn't that the goal? Once you get divorced to be able to joke. Yes. That's a bad goal, though. (laughs) That's a bad goal. All right, that's what's up. Thank you. We'll see you tomorrow. Goodbye, everybody. The Bobby Bobby Bones Show. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. The show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you. And how you manage them every day can make all the difference in the world. That's why everybody should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. What kind of fun is waiting for you at King's Island? The holy cow, we're way too high and here comes the drop kind of fun. The make a splash all summer kind of fun. The I can't believe I ate that whole funnel cake. Let's get another kind of fun. But most importantly at King's Island, you'll find for the fun of it kind of fun. 
Don't wait to start your fun season. Kings Island is now open on weekends. Canva is awesome for so many reasons, for your social media, but for work. If you're looking for ways to impact at work, Canva can help your points get across. All right, Mike, do you, what do we use it for? Like one sheets, if we're doing like a presentation, graphics. Oh, it's awesome for graphics. Super easy to use. And that's the thing too, especially with some of these apps, you think, well, there's no way I'll be able to use it. Well, me, because I'm a dummy. But even I can use Canva to make things look cool, right? Yeah. Well, you don't have to insult me and say yeah so quickly. Yeah, you can do it. Yes. It's awesome. So it's easy design, impactful Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, videos. Start with a designer-made template, which makes it so easy, especially for me. Customize with your content. You can add images and graphics and charts. Start designing today at canva.com. Design for work. 